Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Hi! I'm Brittany. And I'm Brad. (laughs) And we are Audio Shelf. Before we start, make sure to click that red button down below to subscribe to our channel. And also hit that little bell so you can be up to date whenever we release a new episode. And if you want to be a part of our Patreon community, you can find the links down below as well. Mm-hmm. Well, how about today? <laughs> <laughs> we are very happy to be discussing one of our favorite books mm-hmm. of 2019. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hope it came out in 2019. I think it did. It came out in 2019. It definitely did. It definitely did. It did. So one of our favorite books this year that we've read is Lock Every Door by Riley Sager. Read for you by Dylan Moore. Yes, we listened to the audiobook, which was 10 hours and 27 minutes long. Which it seems like it's a long time, but in reality, it's really not. It goes by so quick, you don't even recognize that you're listening to the book. Zoom, 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 make my heart go boom, boom, my supernova girl. Sonic. Is it Sonic? I don't know. It's called Supernova. Supernova, Supersonic. It might be. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Who knows? Who knows? If you were given the job okay. to stay in an apartment building for free and make $5,000 every month for three months, would you do it? Is it on Indeed or ZipRecruiter? What website is going to be on because I need to apply? What is a ZipRecruiter? It's one of those websites that, you know, you apply to get a job, I think. It right? sounds sketchy. It does. I don't know. Zip Recruiter? They're not, it sounds like your pants. They're not sponsored. I don't want to be sponsored by them. It sounds like they're unzipping things. <laughs> but no, I would totally take that job. I don't care what the problem is. Any creepiness aside, I am taking that job. It is such a, what is it called? What is it called? Sketchy? Alluring. Alluring. <laughs> <laughs> Alluringly sketchy job. Yes. That is the basis of Lock Every Door. Mm-hmm. A woman gets handed a free luxury apartment and she is paid $5,000 a month to stay there. Just to to sit there and and be a body in the apartment. Yep. So that's all it is. Yeah, that's all she has to do. She has to stay there. She can't have guests over Mm -hmm. for the three months. Yes. And she has to spend the night there. And there's also several of these house sitters there in the apartment complex. Yes. So she gets to meet all of these different house sitters Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden they go missing. It's very creepy. One by one. It is very, very creepy. And the first one, so our main character is Jules Mm -hmm. and she is having a year, (laughs) a bad year. Girl, she needs therapy. Her year is terrible. So when she gets handed this gift... She's like, yes, please. I mm-hmm. will take this. Even her friend, her very smart friend, yes. who I kind of loved in the book. Oh, yeah. She was like, girl, this is a bad mistake. They're under the table? No yes. taxes? No taxes in cash. Mm-hmm. It sounds sounds too good to be true. You can't have people yes. over. You can't have a boyfriend. Mm-mm. And they asked you like family history questions. Yeah. Hello. No. Yep. Sketchtown, USA. Mm-hmm. I do not want to go to that amusement park. Mm-hmm. So stuff happens, stuff begins to happen, and you feel like maybe Jules is making it up in her head for a very quick 
time. Yes. The the greatest thing about Riley Sager's books is that you always can trust your main character. Mm-hmm. There's no unreliability to them. You can have it a little bit in the beginning. Like you think, oh, well, maybe she heard things. Maybe she's misinterpreting cer- certain stuff happening. Mm-hmm. But then we find out that the things are happening very quickly yeah. later on in the book. And you know that you can trust Jules. Mm-hmm. The entire time I had no idea. I was like, oh, so it has to be a cult or it has to be this situation that's happening or this character has to be lying. Oh, it has to be this person. The entire time I was doing that and I was like at a point in my reading, I just was like, I need to sit back and I need to enjoy the book. Yes. Because too many guessing games will ruin the book for you. Oh, a hundred percent. And that's the truth with any thriller we've Mm -hmm. noticed is that if you go into it and try to guess what's going to happen, you're going to have a bad time. Yeah. Just enjoy what the author wrote for you because chances are when it is to the caliber of what Riley Sager is able to do, you cannot guess mm-hmm. because it's twisted. It's weird and yes. you can't even wrap your head around it. And this twist, it took me like multiple seconds to figure out, oh crap, this was a twist. It was right there the whole time. It was right there. And then all of a sudden, when it happens, you're just like, I got to rewind because I, I, is this really what's happening here? Is this life? I don't know. Who am I? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But the funny thing is that you kind of figure out from the beginning that the people of this apartment building are weird. Mm. They're weirdos. Mm -hmm. But it's who is the weirdo Mm -hmm. that you do not suspect. And I think that that's the best thing about Riley is that he does this really great thing about setting these characters up to say these characters are bad, but then we end up liking them. Yeah. Like we end up liking the man that kind of gets it on with Jules. We end up liking the writer that Jules obsesses over. Yeah. We end up liking the dog owner. And so we really follow these characters and we doubt ourselves because we're like, wait, these characters are bad. We learned that in the beginning. Why are we liking them? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a really awesome technique that Riley Sager has with oh, his writing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. So, yes, we are deeply enthralled with the mystery that happens around Ingrid because Ingrid goes missing. <gasps> and that's what sets everything off. Where's Ingrid? We don't know. So we have some creepy gargoyles. Like <sighs> this hotel, not a hotel. It's an apartment complex. It's an apartment complex, but it felt like a weird hotel. Maybe because I was thinking of 666 Park Avenue. Gargoyles being on the things. The Bartholomew, which is the name of the apartment in this book, is so much like the demon-infested place that was on NBC. ABC. ABC eight years ago. (laughs) (laughs) But I love the gargoyle aspect to it. Oh, gargoyle aspect. I know, right? So was just in there talking to George, right? George the gargoyle? Yes, I think I'm 100% sure that's it. It was George? I think George. Wasn't Charlie? Nope, it was George. George? Okay. George. If you're confident. I'm very confident. I All think. right. I like, you know when you find out something, you're like, oh my God, is it right? And then you say it and you're like, oh shit, that was right. Oh, I do that every single time I send an email. Yes. But yeah, I love George the gargoyle and I, I love how she was talking to it. And then all of a sudden he comes back up. He does come back up. But it's not up. George. It's another gargoyle. That's really not important to the story. What? What? Never she looks and she's like, that's the other gargoyle on the other side of the building. This is his or her or their apartment. (laughs) 
You took me on a ride with that I one. Did, I was I like, did. the mystery of the gargoyles. Riley, write that book. <laughs> I don't know why I got fixated on the gargoyles. Because <laughs> it, it's mentioned a lot in the book. And yeah. it seems like such a small, fascinating piece of the history of the Bartholomew, mm-hmm. but it actually is a key part in mm-hmm. the end. I mean, it, it's not it's not special to the story, but it just has this like you want to grab it and it's something you can latch on to in the story. It's your kind of like safe haven mm-hmm. almost in the story. Yeah. Like you can always count on the gargoyle. Because it was Jules. Yeah. It was her safe haven. Yes. And I will have to tell you, this is one of those books that when you are listening to it and you're, for instance, you were listening to it and I already listened to it like a week beforehand and you were texting me like, oh my God, this is happening. It was so hard for me not to be like, just wait, just wait. What you want to happen is going to happen. Yes. And I think this is a great book club uh, choice. It's a very good discussion yeah. that could happen from this, this standalone. Oh yeah. It has a lot of like real life societal kind of aspects in it that you could really see this happening in real life. Yeah. And also, I just want to say that Dylan Moore is phenomenal. So there there wasn't a lot of differentiation in Mm. between her voices at all. Like, she added just, like, tiny bits to the characters. A little bit of attitude to Ingrid um, or aloofness, really. And then a little bit of naivete mm-hmm. to Jules. And she made Nick seem sexy. Yes, but she didn't really change her voice that much into a male role. No. She kind of kept it how it was. There was just something there in the voice for mm-hmm. Nick that was incredible. I would love to listen to more. I, I agree. More. More. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, so that is Lock Every Door by Riley Sager, Mm -hmm. and it is great. Like we said, it's 10 and a half hours. It's a thriller. It's edge of your seat. You feel like there's dragging at certain points, but then you're like, oh, wait, no, that's actually freaking important. I should listen to this. Very important. It's the tiny details Mm -hmm. that get you. So listen to those tiny details. Pay attention to those tiny details because those tiny details are not tiny details. Mm-hmm. They're going to punch you in the face in the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think we're going to shelf this book. Oh, yeah. Duh. Duh. I forgot about that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we're going to shelf it. <laughs> we're totally going to shelf this along with Riley's other book. We loved Final Girls. Final Girls was amazing. And we have to read The Last Time You Lied or yeah. The Last Time I Lied or whatnot. Which and we the, have. And the new one that's coming out in 2020. Oh my god. Cannot wait. If you want to follow along with us and see when we read and when we are reviewing and join in the discussion with us about these books that we are reading and listening to, please consider following us on all of our various social medias. We are on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me. Instagram at Audio Shelf Me and Facebook at Audio Shelf. And we want to thank everyone for letting us surpass 1,000 followers <gasps> on both Twitter and Instagram. Oh my God. So thank yes. you so much. Yes, thank you so, so, so much. And if you would like to join our Patreon community, not that you have to, but maybe you want to, you can join our moms. You can find the information down below in the description as well. So before we end, make sure I click that red button to subscribe. Mm-hmm. We need the subscriptions. <laughs> Until next time, y'all. Bye. 
This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. 